The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. You start then. I'm sorry, I'm always having to start, you know. And I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe now, so I'm stressed. I'm not bad by recording this, but as oh, it comes no, out, you I will be. Hello, everyone. This is OVR Podcast with Kia Kyle. And Lee Kyle, the sexy one. And we're going to be talking about songs that peaked at number two, and then the songs that beat them at number one, and which one should have got to number one. Was it a worthy number one? Was it not a worthy number one? Was it a worthy number two? Or should the number two have been a higher number two? Oh, it did well there. And it's right. a, I tell you what. It's a good format for a podcast, it's only a ruined by our lack of chemistry. Yeah, that's what that's saying. Last week's episode was really sensible because yeah, we, we spoke about things, and we didn't just go off topic talking about spunk and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that streak continues. Well, I quite. I think like I quite liked it. You know, we were learning, we were finding more about ourselves and others. We're learning about. All right, tell us a fact about you. You don't know. I don't oh, know, I don't even. I told you about me cake tears. You did. That's um, true. But that was last well, week. Ask me a question. Ask me a question because it's hard. I don't know what you don't know about. What's your favourite colour? Thank you for asking. Orange. So <laughs> nice, nice. No, I think it used to be orange. I now think probably neon pink. Mine used to be fuchsia, but I don't know if it still is fuchsia. I don't know. What's your favourite? Um, what's your favourite m- mess? Um, like loads of melted chocolate that I can lick up with me rough cat tongue. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's over in a podcast. Everyone, you've learned just a little more about us there. I'll ask you what at home. Oh, what's your favourite envelope? Ah, that's good. And that's surprisingly quick. Fool's cap. So this week, we're going to April 1997 for a controversial singer, let's say, and a less controversial band. We'll be discussing them shortly, but first, Kia. Hello, Kia. Kia, aggressively plug the Patreon, please. Right, you scum of the earth, you you're gonna, maggots. You're going to subscribe to our Patreon. It's only, what, £5 a month, which is nothing when you think All about the grand scheme of things. But you don't get the podcast early for that. That's just oh, like yeah, a thank that, you. That's, like a, that's a pasty, that man. I like an expensive pasty, not like a Couplins. Not a <laughs> Couplins? <laughs> How much are Couplins pasties? Well, I don't know. I've not, I don't... I, I don't believe I've regularly bought a pasty from Couplins, but I would say... Oh, sorry, aggressively plug the podcast. Anyway, right, you get loads of stuff, man. You get loads. You get a feed comedians. You get podcasts early. You get free tickets. You get giveaways. You get loads of good shit, man. What else and do you get? Come I don't on. Remember. Oh, it does not your, Look, it's none of their business what you get. Just give with the Come fucking on, money. Find out. It'll be fucking class, right? I'm there. We've got spirit. loads of stuff, man. We've, we've had two videos out this week. We've had... Tickets for gig. I wear. I wear, man. Pull your fucking fingers out. I know it's a cost living crisis, but how do you think the comics feel? Aye, the, the most comics important keep you happy. members of society. Comedians you've never really heard of. Eh? What about us? We come here, we set up a cooperative for comedians, like, because, oh, we're all left wing and that, and some of them disappoint you. But, like, Oh, like, oh, I'm a comedy fan. I'm on, I just want to for free. You yeah, fucking... What do you mean you don't know Neil Harris's man? You passed him on the street on a daily basis. Yeah, he was looking at the ground nervously. Yeah, fuck off. You might not have seen his eyes because he was looking down, but you saw his mop of hair. Yeah. And actually, he's really sorted himself out looks-wise these days. He's a hunk now. Yes, I'd yeah, fuck... Yeah, I'd fuck bang Neil Harris all out, aren't he? 
What position? What if you had time to do three positions with Neil Harris? What would it be? Um, honestly, whichever ways he could reach the computer. That'd be my <laughs> Um, would you I'd go under the desk he's a bottom kneel in uh, oh power bottom I'd say I think he would nah, no, just think a little the bottom, the bottom. oh god what is it <laughs> reverse cowgirl on Neil um. anyway he's googling what does this moan mean <laughs> that's why we need your money so also come and see me Edinburgh Fringe Show it's at the Pear Tree 12.45 every day apart from the 15th when I'm going home for my wedding anniversary and that is true that um, it's called the a Pear Tree not just a Pear just, Tree well, be a if you can find a Pear Tree in Edinburgh go to that and I'll, I'll meet have you. it yeah. I'll have a pear yeah have a pear bring us a pear back lovely juicy bring, pear when you go see your show bring some pears it's calling uh, and, best and comedian. for the family and the comics if you don't subscribe to Patreon go and see some other people which can spread the way on pears anyway yeah I was going to buy pears also, do please go see me show at the Town Theatre on oh, April 20th. It's going to be so good, It's man. massive. I've written a rap for it. Yeah, that is true. And I think I've mostly learnt it. Nice. It's got, I think, one of the best um, lines anyone's ever written in a rap. Have you got a support act sorted? Yeah. Uh, we'll get an exclusive as to who nah, it is. Nah, I've already mentioned it. It's Sammy yeah, Dobson. Fair enough. I was hoping for Unless I don't sell as many tickets and she gets like a good gig off her and I wouldn't begrudge yeah. her that. Who's the lowest comedian you'd go? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, that's a good question that nah I don't want to say Lois I'm going to say who I'm not getting Nick Cranston he knows why nah Nick's a good act but he's not a good opening act because he's got no personal warmth you know what I mean ah, right, yeah. you don't send him out to a cold audience yeah nah they're not going to they're nah. not going to warm up that's why, he has to, that's why he has to headline or oh, let's face it Nick go in the middle anyway we're going to listen to the two songs from 1997 look one of them um, content warning is by R. Kelly. Right. right. Boom. So Boom you're that hear, man. I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. And then song two by Perky Britpop Funsters turned aggressive American rockers because they got bored. Blur. Then I can do it if I just believe it. There's nothing to it. Oh, Kia. Hello, Bonnie. Do you, lad. do you or do you not believe you can fly? Uh, I like to think I can, but I'm scared to put it to the test. I can fly in dreams. And it's, it pisses me off because every time I do it in a dream, and I always do it by walking along the street, then just going, hang on, if I just walk into the sky, I'm, and I can't. And every time I go, oh, God, I've always tried in me dream. I'm going, oh, I've tried this in dreams, and now it's happening in real life, and I can do it. But it's still just a dream. I was able to lucid dream for a, for a short period of time oh, nice. a couple of years ago. Um, and like halfway through, I'd just be like, oh, hang on, this is a dream. So I'd just do stuff like fly and like shoot lasers and go through walls and stuff. Then I did some other stuff I'm not going to mention on a podcast. But <laughs> it was a dream, so it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Well, it wasn't R. Kelly stuff, was it? No. I mean, if anything, if it's in my mind, it's consensual. You know what I mean? Just because if they're figments of my imagination, they don't have their own conscience. That's an interesting um, question. Um, is your... Like, if but I'll tell you that as well, well into it. No, so. but can you consent? If you're in your mind... Let's say you're doing something rude with yourself while awake, right? And thinking about somebody. 
is it more polite to ask for their consent or not? Like, you know, like, let's say, to pick a woman at random, I'll go down the charts, to I say, well, because this feels creepy, Shola Amma, because that is right. she's in the charts, right? Let's say it's like, oh, Shola Amma, oh, she's a nice looking lass. I'm going to talk me touch Jattel's sperm, but as though comes out, right? Would it be, it doesn't feel right to just do it, thinking of no. Shola Amma, but it would be much worse to ask her. So I guess the answer is not to think of Shola Amma. It's like when people go through like Facebook and Instagram looking for pictures, it's yeah. fucking weird, isn't it? That is it's weird, isn't strange. it? That is weird. Yeah. So just don't do it, really. Don't ask them. Don't. So in some ways, do in some ways, most people are going to masturbate, right? No, oh, yeah. Most people are going to, right? Not everybody. Most people are going to. And it feels creepy to me to think of somebody, right? And it feels creepy to me to look for pictures. So sure, I think it's worse if it's someone you know on a personal yeah, level, I but not in that way. It's, I don't yeah, understand people who ever do that. Yeah, like it's just a mate, and they're yeah. like, oh yeah. Nah. I know people who are nah, it's not nah, wild. Nah, don't like that. So I think probably actually the most consensual and correct way to do it is pornography, isn't it? Because you're then it's with somebody who is specifically being paid for that role. If you've got enough money and you've already um, subscribed to Patreon, subscribe to some OnlyFans. Yeah, give chuck, chuck, help, chuck help the money out. out. All the lads. But me, do it for like a, a smaller one that does more amateur content as opposed to, you know, one of the one of the big top 0.01% of creators with yeah. big professional productions. Yeah, Fuck them. Now, They've got they? enough, man. They've got enough. Help the little it guy feels like, It feels like a very consensual and nice way to masturbate anyway R. Kelly <laughs> yeah right Fuck. That, that's the- <laughs> shit so right R. Kelly is in the, the singer R. Kelly not like our Kelly our affectionately K- that's not Kelly oh. Edgar <laughs> I would have stopped calling Kelly Edgar R. Kelly <laughs> so R. Kelly right um for years people knew he'd done these things like he was going out with Aaliyah when she was underage and stuff. And the argument for it was, not for and doing it, for the argument why people just ignored it was like, oh, I didn't want to think about it because the music's so good. And I can see that with Michael Jackson. I can see that with like, Gary Glitter's got yeah, some fucking Led great Zeppelin ones. Or oh, Kelly? Like, I don't It's not great, is it? Like, I enjoyed Ignition Remix. It was fine. Yeah, Ignition. You know, like, yeah. I have no, but I, I, I was never aware oh, Kelly was up there with the greats. Like, you had that, that um, hip hop opera, hip hop uh, swing sort of opera trapped in the closet, didn't he? Yeah, which it's is like, weird, isn't it? but nobody was. That was a joke, wasn't it? Nobody was listening. To that going, this man, he can do what he wants. Oh, he, look, it, it's a small price to pay for if we keep getting this sort of this sort of music pumped out. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, we can't lose. I believe I can fly from Space Jam. Yeah, what did you think of this this song? It's fucking catchy, isn't it? Like it, it is. The now the beats and that the the backing track seems a bit cheap. It seems a bit Mariah Carey, not Mariah Carey, a bit like Celine Dion. Yeah, like oh, let's make it orchestral. Like, oh. But I did spend a long time trying to persuade the comedian Johnny Pelham to end his first Edinburgh show, like with singing "I Believe I Can Fly" out of context, to the point where I roped in a lot of other comedians who I didn't even know well, who I knew would bump into him, and quite a few of them went, "Johnny, have you ever thought about?" singing I Believe I Can Fly at the end of your show. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I wish I was better than that, but a lot of it is because Johnny does have a bit of a speech impediment and I thought it would be funny. Did he never do it? He... The thing is, mate, he's not a laugh in the way I am. So Johnny's a funny lad, right? And he's yeah, quite... yeah. He also writes shows about like feelings and sad things that have happened to him and that. And I can understand why he went, 
well, this doesn't fit at all. <laughs> but that, it would have, if he just like was talking about one of his many fucking sad bits of his life, you know, like he does. And then he just went, mm. I used to think that I could not go on. <laughs> and I was not a man. And I was If I can see it, then I can do it. If I can achieve it. There's nothing to it, everyone. I believe I can fly. How much do we need a pay Johnny Belton to get a <laughs> clip of him singing that at the end of this episode? He'll never much? do it. <laughs> uh, he might do it. I'll, I sent him a message the other day. I said, I might say, Johnny, hiya. Will you record? But you go, <laughs> you'll go, Lee, how many times have I said no to you about saying, I believe I can fly? Why would I do it now? <laughs> Why would I do it after live at the Apollo? <laughs> I will say it's the only impression I believe I can reasonably do. I can do, uh, Johnny Pelham. Who can he get close to? I'm not bad at uh, George Zakouropoulos, but he is by no means well known enough for this not to just seem like I'm doing a racist voice, but this is his Greek voice. Yeah, no, that just is how he sounds. It's not, it's not being a stereotype, that is George. Whereas, no, 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 everybody, it's me, Jonathan Pelham. That's decent, that. It is. It is that's, good. that's about all I can do, though. You can do. Seamus out of WWE and that's uh, in it. I can't I can't you, you did I, once I did it really fucking well once <laughs> and I've never been able to do it again and it really makes us sad do it <clears throat> Wait, I, I need a yeah 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 I am the new WWE champion oh that was so, alright it's, it's not as good as it no, was that not, one time not, yeah <sighs> woohoo do you like uh, woohoo? I do like woohoo. It's good, isn't it? How often do you think people go, oh, I love woohoo by Blur? No, oh, woohoo. <laughs> I, I guess, I don't know, because it's one of those songs now with um, Spotify. Ooh, that's a good question. Now people use uh, Spotify and stuff to listen to songs. Do you think the better at knowing the names of songs or worse at knowing the names of songs? Because a lot, a lot of it's playlists, so they just let it go through, but also you search for things specifically song-wise yeah, more, I, I feel, I feel like I'm better at it. Mm, I wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't have the context. Well, yeah. clue. Of the past. So, song two is, um, it's very much a Graham Coxon song, in it, you know, that had all the big Britpop hits. And I always thought a lot of the Great Escape album was a bit of a parody of Blur, like a parody of itself, and I didn't really enjoy it. And I know he hated like Country House and all that, so yeah. he's went, he was listening to Pavement and loads of lo-fi America. And then they do this, almost, I don't want to say lose their fan base, but to very much just go, right, we can't live like this anymore, we're going to just do the album we want to do. And then have by far their biggest worldwide hit with it. That must have been annoying. Yeah. Like this followed, Be- what you want, this followed Beetlebum out, that was one of the, I think only two number ones. Yeah. Um... But this is the song worldwide. They, I don't think in this country they're best known for. I don't think because it doesn't sound like their other stuff. It doesn't, but I think a lot more people know that song without, but maybe not realise it's it's Blur. Yeah, yeah. I think if you said a lot of people name a Blur song, that might not be what they go to in this country. No, but if you put a load of songs on, that might be the one they know best without really yeah. like, quite realising. It's two. It's called Song Two. It's two minutes long. It's kind of, I don't want to say a joke, it's not a joke song, but it's a song that just sort of tossed off at the end of a session. Hello. Yeah, yeah. At the end of a session. <laughs> Hello. And um, I don't think they wanted it released as a single. Yeah. Because I don't think, like, it's just a quick thing, isn't it? But 
it's the first time you hear it, it's so obviously a hit. Yeah, it's mental and they wouldn't have thought, well, that, that'll be the one that makes me loads of money. I mean, they, they just didn't, that's not the one they wanted to be known by. Yeah, and I feel like the other two songs, the songs they followed it up with, I don't think, well, anywhere near as good. Like, it's, I wonder how America view Blur, whether they view them as that song too band. Oh, yeah. they are Blur, they're a very famous band in Britain, but we really know them off that. Well, they're not going to understand Park Life, although I don't think they can quite... Nah, and of course, a lot of their stuff, their three albums before that, were all supposedly about Britishness and a rejection of yeah. like American stuff. So they were specifically written to not work in America. So then it's a bit odd that they've went, this is really going to work in America. Yeah, this what, that's what will be on all the sports compilations, this is what we need. Yeah. You saw Blur recently, didn't you? Did, went to City Hall to see them. Um, with with me mum was very good show. Tell me about it. Stood. <clears throat> you know what, I mean? it was fucking great in in that you know very small intimate venue. But song two isn't the song that most people got excited by. Like people That's enjoyed it and stuff. But fuck me, when Park Life came on, people were moving a lot more than when song two was on. Yeah. Well, you think of you think of um, song two as being like more energetic and stuff, which it is musically. But jumping around to park life, it, it, I feel like more British people sort of... It's a very British thing, it, isn't yeah, it? Like it's, it's like very, almost music hall and a bit, uh, bit Chaz and Dave and shit. Yeah, and like park life was definitely what got people moving the most. And I think, like, park life was them at their most culturally biggest. When you look at the single sales from that album, it wasn't, but that's often the case. Like the singles from Definitely Maybe weren't massive hits yeah but they were the ones that were everywhere and then the songs after that that aren't actually as popular sell more because they've got the mm. they've got that cultural cachet so i think in this country park life was the big thing song two was a big hit but i don't think it was a big hit probably outside of blur fans more than it was people who are yeah. properly into blur and i think people in this country of my age would be more likely to be nostalgic for park life or girls and boys than they would song yeah. two have you, have you heard the new blur album have you listened to that no i i, don't, I, I have no Hunger to listen to Blur at the minute. Mm. Um, I know my friend Sammy Dobson, supporting me at the Time Theatre, I already got tickets, is so into Blur that the other day she referred to money to me as Blur tokens. <laughs> She's seen them three times this yeah, year. I saw her at the yeah. Hall, yeah. She's just been to London and saw them the week before that as well. Yeah. So she's... And they're not... I've listened to a blur a lot in my life, but I wouldn't say they were ever one of my favourites, really. Yeah. Like, I don't... I hate some parts of blur. I hate the... Like, I like... They've got fun songs, but... I don't like when they write from the style of somebody observing life because they've got no warmth. They, they always seem to properly hate the people they write about. They're like, oh, look at all the poor little people, aren't the shit? And I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Somebody... It's a, it's a well-known thing about blur that somebody... That their slow songs tend to be their best songs. And somebody well, you said, like the new album because it's slow as fuck. Yeah. Somebody said you can't trust a band whose slow songs are better. Yeah. And so I, I get that. Like, I, I really enjoyed Girls and Boys and Park Life at the time, but I don't, I don't like enjoy listening to them now. Mm. Whereas I would listen to like To the End or something like that, or yeah. Sing or something. And the, how but, do you feel about Country House? Is that, that's is that fucking terrible. It, I don't mind it's, it, you know. You weren't there though. You know what I mean? It's one of them ones where there's yeah. context and for the hype. When this was all coming out, and that's what they presented. Can you imagine, yeah, though? It's yeah, fair enough. Like, this is your... It's like, you know, I talked about that album being a parody of Blur, and that was... There's some nice lyrics in it. Yeah. I like. But, nah, it's... I, I think that's one of those albums, The Great Escape, that's really bad. 
it's really bad. Mm. Then you listen to it in the some tunes and you go, all right, I like that bit of that song. Yeah. But, but as a whole, it's, it's just not. Fucking, like people talk about um, Be Here Now as a fucking disastrous follow-up to yeah. what story you want. And they're right. It's a fucking cocaine mess. And I don't really like Morning Glory to be honest. I don't really, I don't think Oasis has contributed a lot I'm after a decent a first album. Glory. I think definitely nah. maybe so much better. Like, yeah. it, it fucking blows my mind that it's even a, a conversation of like, oh, which one do you yeah. like better? But Morning Glory was the one definitely that maybe. hit huge, you know. Yeah, I don't understand. In the same way Park Life did. But to me, The Great Escapes are more disastrously awful album than yeah. Be Here Now is. And I would never listen to either of them, to be honest. I don't like either. Like, I'm way more likely to listen to like Pulp or Super Fairy Animals than not. But yeah, Mon- um, Great Escape's terrible, which in a way is a credit to them. The difference between them and Oasis is that I think they realised that and for the next album did something totally different. Whereas Oasis just went on to make greyer and greyer versions of the same album. Yeah. Because like, Noel Gallagher's got a way around a melody, but he's not a creative man. You no. Know, you, know, you know what I mean? He's not. He's, he's, this is the thing that I do. And he did it to diminishing returns. Whereas Blur, I think there's now more fondness for them. Yeah. Because they did other stuff like this. Shall we go through the charts? Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll discuss a bit more about R. Kelly. Because it's like a, it's a, it's a strange, it's a separating the art from the artist debate, isn't it? Yeah. So, three, um, The Saint, um, that's Orbital with The Saint, Orbital, um, Dance band did all the festivals. I think that was a theme tune to the uh, film remake of the 60s show, The Saint. DJ Quicksilver at number four. And Course with a version of Ready or Not, which I'm going to assume is the Fugees song at number five. So I don't really know them two, to be honest, which is unusual for 97. Yeah. But you'd have a lot of hits of just like black label dance songs that were just like huge club hits who weren't necessarily, mm. you know, there weren't anyone you'd recognise. Yeah. No Doubt with Don't Speak at number six. You know that, right? I don't, I don't oh. think I do. It's um, Gwen Stefani's band. Um, right. Don't speak. I know just what you're saying. So please stop explaining. Don't tell me because it hurts. I'm surprised. I think I might, it was fucking, but I'm really not sure. Out. It's a four-man number one like for a long it's time. It's not one you hear a lot these days. It's not one that's done the test yeah, that's of time, really. because it was everywhere. That You Might Need Somebody by Shola Amma, which um, I think she had, like, th- that was her big hit. Um, I think she ended up on heroin or something I don't I don't want to I don't want to promise that no. but something happened with Shola yeah. um, she this show says something about the city of Sunderland which is a city which which as of now has no cinema and no main library that when their stadium opened around a couple of years after this after, way after her peak by yeah. the way Shola Amma was the act that opened the stadium in <laughs> Stadium of Light and that's just Brilliant. it's not enough Unlike Shola Ama Aobi, who closed the place down. There's a football joke for nice. you. Nice. MFEO by Kavanagh. I don't remember the song. My friend Angela Freeman liked Kavanagh. Oh, good. And um, he came out as a homosexual a couple of years ago. So, hope you're happy, Cav. That sounded like I hope I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that was... No, I hope you're happy, Cav. There we go. That's better. Lazy by Suede at number nine, which is similar, I think, to the, to the blue you we were talking about, which was almost Suede starting to sound a bit like a parody of themselves, yeah. I think. Halo by Texas, who are still weirdly big now. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see why people like Texas. Richard Third by Supergrass at number 11, which is fine, but Supergrass starting to get boring. Then we've got Eric Abadou. Oh, Sash. 
at number 14, who we're going to cover eventually on a special episode, because Sash, the DJ, had has had more number two hits than anybody. Oh. So one day, we'll, oh, I think we'll he had four or five him. songs get that picked at number two, including Encore une fois, which is this one. My man, who do you think you are by the Spice Girls at number 15? It's No Good by Depeche Mode. Oh, we covered them oh, last yeah, time. Yeah. They're back, but now they're industrial goths. Do you know that one? I don't. It's, I, I sing a lot on this. Don't say you love me. Don't say you need me. Do, 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 do. It's understood. Don't say you're happy. Out there without me. I know you can't be. Because it's no good. Thank you, Depeche Mode. Oh, at number 19, we've got D-I-S-C-O by Entrance. That's right. A techno version of D-I-S-C-O by Ottawan. And Disco was his name And at number 20, what? Big beats hitting the charts. We're talking about Chemical Brothers, and they're back with another one of those block rocking beats. <laughs> I could do Top of the you Box. You could easily Easy. do it. 18 Till I Die by Brian Adams, who I'm going to say I don't like. I think is shit. 23 by North Country Boy. Sorry, by the Charlottes. It's North Country Boy from, I think... Their best album. It's good, North Country Boy. And I don't it? love the Charlottes. Yeah. Oh, To Live and Die at LA by Machiavelli, who is, of course, Tupac under a pseudonym. Probably people are after him. I don't know if anything bad happened. Free Me by Cast, one of the many Britpop bands that I've seen at festivals. Well, not wanting to see, because I think that I don't like Cast. We went through and spoke about all the Brit band, the Britpop bands you've seen, which is a lot of them. Yeah, I have, and spoke about that the other day. I didn't. Um, I, I, that, you know, we were out about but a lot of them. What people think of us, Brit pop hands just aren't either. Yeah, they lump shit in, and it's isn't it a wonder at thirty-seven by Boys on um, this Sunday? Of course, I mean, long after it's already happened, as you listen to it. But this Sunday, Boys Life are playing at Ben's Park in South Shields. Which they are. Is if anyone went, let one of know. West Life and one of Boys Zone. and it's Brian McFadden out of West Life who left West Life. As the first one to go solo because he thought he was going to be too big for it. Now he's the only one doing it. What a fucking loser. And at number 40, we have Where Do You Go by No Mercy. Who you were? I've got to have to sing it again. You Where do on. you go, my lovely? Where do you go? I want to. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know this at all. Okay. Well, we're about to scan down number 41. All right. And number 41, as everybody may not know, is the song that we listen to in an exclusive bonus bit of content at patreon.com slash feltnout, where you can also get this podcast a week earlier. So, get yourselves over, man. It's going to be lovely. We're okay. We are going to listen to one of the many boy bands of this era who they really tried to make happen and didn't quite. Mm. Um, one of whom is now man- man- married to Emma Bunton of oh. the Spice Girls. We are listening to Love Guaranteed by Damage. I'm going to guess it'll be... Slightly swing beat, slow paced, soulful and romantic. That's what damage we're into. Alright, I, I believe you. So. Oh shit, we've got a side, yeah. That's R. It. Kelly. R. Kelly. Now, he did some really bad things. Yes, he did. Nobody's denying that. This song, are we going to allow it to stand on its own without R. Kelly? Or are we going to... It's a ch- well, I guess we have to decide what we decide for ourselves. Right? I will say, if we do go for R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly, I had a song too, that should not be taken as a statement on us forgiving the crimes yeah, of R. Kelly. Yeah, we don't think he's a good man. No. But God, the music, it's fine. <laughs> now, I'm going to be honest, the thing that's, I'll be honest, the thing that's stopping me 
the only thing that's making me think maybe not to pick song two, right, mm. is that's a two-minute song. It's second on their album. They call it song two because they didn't put that much care into it. It's pretty apt that it gets a number two. Yeah. Isn't it? That's, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, it feels kind of perfect, but this is where we're in a moral but quandary, but is it worth to decide that. Is it worth choosing a paedophile over yeah. for, for that? For just, yeah, we're choosing a rampant child abuser if we chose that just so there could be a, a slightly wry little fact about Blur. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not enough, is it? Or is it? So we're going to go Blur or R. And remember, people at home, if both of us choose Blur, it replaces R. Kelly officially at number one. If only one of us do, you don't get to climb the charts on just one yeah, vote. fuck off, man. Who do you think you are? Come on. Come on. It has to be a consensus. We're all about consensus. Three, two, one. Blur. Blur. Well done, well, lads. There we go. You've had another number one hit. I'm not sorry, R. Kelly. Normally nah. I'd say I'm sorry. I'm not. R. Kelly, fuck off. Fuck off. Join us on Patreon, everybody. Fuck not you, off. R. Kelly. Not fuck you, off. R. Yeah, man. R, get out of it. Fuck off, R. Don't come around my way, R. I'm after you, like. I'm fucking after you, R. If I fucking see you, it actually looks kind of big. Yeah, he knows some people as well, wouldn't he? And the people he know wouldn't be nice either. No, he'd... If anyone's hanging out with R. Kelly, they're not a canny lad. What's he up to now, R? That's a good question. Is it, did they lock him up? They might have let him out. You know what You know what people are like? Yeah, I do know what they're like. R. Kelly, American-born singer and sex offender. Oh, is he in jail? And if he isn't in jail, how are Put him in jail. Oh, God, he did lots. He did lots. There's yeah, a lot, a yeah, lot there was a lot of stuff. Alleged sex cult, I mean. Alleged music industry conspiracy, surviving R. Kelly. Arrests. Federal indictment. Is he just is he in jail or not? Um, yes, he is um, transferred out of Metropolitan Detention Center, Brooklyn, to Chicago in anticipation of a trial in in Illinois. So, you're in jail, R. Kelly. And more than that, you've now only had one UK number one. Oh. Fuck off. Fuck off. The following is a Felt Out production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk.